Welcome to the Stone Industry Podcast. Whether you're an experienced agent, new to the industry, a property manager or principal, join us in conversations with fellow industry peers. Stone Industry Conversations will bring you content to inspire and inform you on your journey in real estate. Well, hello, everybody. A great pleasure to be here today with our very special guest, Trevor Molinar. Trev is the founder and one of the partners of Molinar and McNeese, a very successful real estate agency in the Illawarra. Uh, g'day, Trev. Hey, Pete. How are things? Fabulously well, thank you, mate. How are you? I'm great. I'm really good. Pleased to hear it. Trevor and I have a long history. Uh, as friends and business associates, we go back quite a long way, and I've been noticing, Trev, probably over the last well, almost year, that you're doing some wonderful stuff in real estate. You've got a bright pink brand, very, very um, prominent in the marketplace, but you're doing some wonderful stuff on social media, um, and one of them is the business leaders' uh, interviews you're doing in the Illawarra. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about why that started, how it started? Um, you're releasing one of these interviews with a business leader, whether it's in real estate, restaurants, car sales, doesn't matter, just any type of business. You're interviewing them, about a 20-minute thing on, on Facebook and social, releasing once a week. Where did it start? Yeah, thanks, Pete. Um, where did it start? I, I think I, I came up with the idea that we had to ingrain ourselves in the community more. So we were, we've only been open three years, so we, we really took a community approach to it. And when we started our creative team, we started really filming a lot more. And, um, and then business sort of evolved. I've always done a lot more in Facebook, less about real estate, but more about business in general. I think I got more engagements that way because it, it resonated with the doctors, the plumbers, the teachers. And then that sort of evolved into just grabbing people and then interviewing them about their business and, and what makes them tick, what what helps their business thrive. And I started to get messages saying it really resonated with them. I thought, okay, let's start doing this a little bit more regular. So you're doing it throughout the community. You're looking, as you said, doctors, lawyers, butchers, bakers and candlestick makers and everybody in between. It's not just for real estate at all, is it? It's, it's actually far from real estate. I don't think we talk real estate at all. It's, it's more about engagement with the community. So uh, we, we, we'd have people like architects come in. We'd have people that uh, yoga instructors. We'd have people who run the, the local bakery. It could be anything. But as long as they've got a story and it engages people and we talk about things that might help their business with whatever they're doing as well as they're watching. Such a great idea, I think. I mean, there's so much information available to everybody at the moment, um, whether it's on podcast or webinar or on Facebook or any social channel. I mean, we're inundated, and here you are as a business owner, happens to be in real estate, but doing a great thing for the community, getting other business owners involved, so you're spreading their word, and you're kind of building this reputation as, you know, you're integral to the fabric of the community, right? Yeah, I, I think, I mean, real estate agents in general don't have a great team or, or they didn't at least. And um, we, we're we sort of going in and promoting businesses to say, hey, look, you know what, we're going through some hard times or we have been, but this is a business that's thriving. This is what they're doing and this is why, why it's succeeding. So if, if someone's going through hard times in their business, and I've had people reach out to me to say, okay, look, I'm going through a hard time. What, what can you do to help? And, and I think that's sort of ingraining us as being one. I guess the area um, go to people if you like. Well, you're doing it without expectation of return. I, I know where you come from, and, and that's a very good place from your heart. But obviously, yeah, by by involving businesses 
all throughout the Illawarra. And when you, just to give context, when you say we're going through a hard time, it is the COVID situation. So people who may be listening to this in a year or two or 2025, who knows, um, can can just have some context around it. But clearly then the community must recognise you uh, and or your business and partner Troy, um, partner Troy McNeese in the business, of course, as guys who are doing some good stuff for the community and therefore you must get some sort of reciprocal business from that. Yeah, and look, we don't do it for that reason, but that's, I guess, the, the fallout from it. And Troy, he's very much ingrained in the area as well. He's got kids that go to the local school. He does a lot with schools in the area. Uh, we do we do a family fun day for real give back, that sort of stuff. So we do a lot more community-focused activities, and this is just one arm to that. Yeah, I think it's a really inspired idea. Now, you mentioned the family fun day just a second ago, which is the second part of the community engagement, really, that you're that you're really driving very, very well. So can you explain for all the people who might be listening to this in the real estate industry, what is the Family Fun Day? I think it it was it arrived because we were looking to give back to our clients. So everyone that sold a home through us, we wanted to meet in one area and just say hi again. Like, it's been a while. Thank you for your support. Um, and then it was really hard because a lot of our clients' families, the, the young families that got kids, they can't go out for a night and leave the kids at home and have a drink. So we thought, okay, well, how do we give back to those people and then the wider area? So we thought a family fund day would be brilliant. Uh, we, we hired a, a local park. We got It started off small and it just grew and grew. And it's now to what it is today where it's just totally free. Anyone can come down, especially people who have used this in the past. They get a bit of a VIP ticket. Um, but they come down, they enjoy... Uh, we, we have wildlife, we have clowns, we have face painting, we have free fairy floss, we have you name it. It's basically a carnival. So it's basically in, in a community park, but a public park, somewhere around uh, yep. your local area that you go to the council, approach them and say, can we have the park for six hours or whatever it might be? You get Symbio Koala sure. Village involved and, and all those things that you just said, and, and you must market it to the database or at least promote it to your database to say, come on down, enjoy a drink and, and, a, and a, you know, have some fun with the family on us. Yeah, it's open to the whole community, so it's not just people who have used it. So, and we engage a lot with the community that way. But certainly, people who have used this in the past, they get they get a special invite from the database. But we promote it quite heavily in social media and through the neighbourhoods. Um, and we, we have people coming up to us all the time saying how how good an initiative it is. But we don't expect anything back. Again, it's a thank you because of how we've started. We started from pretty much nothing to get to where we're cutting three years so it's a thank you to the community yeah i've got to say you're very very proactive trev in in promoting the business the business name and doing good stuff for the community and uh, this family fun day how often do you run it is it once a year is it twice a year is it i don't know we, we do it once a year but i think and we were, we were going to start this year as doing it twice a year so in two different we've got two different offices so we we're going to do the second one uh right now actually so as of next year we will be doing them twice a year one each office and obviously, it's a part of your annual budget. You work that into the business budget. Can I ask you what a day like that might cost approximately to put on? It, it varies because certain businesses come along and want to be a part of it too. So I've had four or five businesses that have approached us and said, hey, look, we do this. We'd love to help too. Can we be a part of it? So I've had a, a landscaper that wanted to come along and do a little kids potting activity and things like that. So that doesn't cost us a lot. And we've got a lot of the... I guess, collateral that we've used in the past. So the, the first one was more expensive, but you would not get out of there if you didn't do it properly for about 10 grand. Okay. 
Well, look, I think it's money very, very well spent. And what kind of numbers are you getting? A hundred people, few hundred people over the course of the day? I would probably say it'd be closer to 500. Wow. Okay. That's really... And everything's free. Yeah, it's all free. So kids can have fairy floss. They can they can get their face painted. They can jump on jumping cars as much as they want. They can play with the pets. So it's it's really just for everyone just to come in and have fun. I assume as uh, as agents, you're doing it on a, a Saturday or a Sunday? Sunday. Okay, great. And early morning start, midday finish, I don't know, does it go for hours? Yeah, so we start generally at about 9 o'clock and it goes to about midday. Um, usually pans out a little bit longer than that, but it's it's usually just the morning. Okay, so you, you've got these two really good community-based things, the business interviews um, that you're doing that we, we spoke about, you're releasing once a week, the Family Fun Day, which you'll do twice a year. Um, obviously, all the property-centric marketing that you're doing around every listing and sale anyway. Are there any other great initiatives that, that Molinara and McNeese are involved in? Well, I think we're taking a, a real approach to getting into not only the community but the schools too. So that's next on our list to really start to focus on the grassroots education. Um, we like sponsoring a lot of grassroots sporting activities and things, but actually be seen a little bit more in the school. That's one of them. Um, social media has always been big on our radar. Uh, we've employed a creative team around that, so we're taking it to the next level. But that's where we'll start to use a lot more content uh, and things like that around it. Yeah, look, I think that's a really great initiative, Trev. Everything that you're doing um, under the brand, and in three years, as you say, very modestly, you, you've grown a substantial business in three years, obviously from a lot of hard work and, uh, and foot leather, but also through these initiatives of social media and promoting the community and really being actively involved there. Um, Trev Molinar from Molinar and McNeese, I really appreciate your time today being a part of the Stone Industry Podcast. Thank you. Thanks, Pete. Good to talk to you again. You too. Thank you for joining us on the Stone Real Estate Industry Podcast. To learn more about us, be sure to visit us at stonerealestate.com.au. Now, if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or your favourite podcast player so you don't miss out on any future conversations with industry peers. While you're at it, if you found value in the podcast and the conversations on today's show, we'd appreciate a ratings on iTunes, or simply make sure you tell a friend about the conversation we had. Be sure to join us on our next episode with more information to inform and inspire you. Bye for now.